This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Text the show on 812.15. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio. Email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Too much spit. I've got too much spit. How did that happen? <laughs> I thought he drowned. Oh, you don't want to go like that. Did you think about opal fruits or something? I must have actually just had a flashback oh, wow. to opal fruits. Why did you say that? Oh, I've started Because that made to make your mouth water, aren't they? I literally <laughs> haven't just then. I saw it open. the millennials already. <laughs> Probably 25 years ago, I saw an open spot. If you're not familiar with comedy terminology, an open spot is someone who's not being paid and is trying to get into comedy. We, we've all done it. And he um, got on stage and he, he had a, 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 a packet of opal fruit. I think I can say this. I, I, I don't mm-hmm. think he's still working. If he is, he's probably not doing this. I'm yeah. Not, yeah. And he held this and he just stared. Wow. He stared at this packet of opal fruits for about a minute and a half in complete silence. And then he just went, and his mouth was full of water. It's a good joke. Yeah. I should say the slogan for younger people uh, don't know is opal fruits made to make your mouth water. Mm. Yeah. What's, uh, what's the... Now, of course, called a Starburst. But Starburst. We, I promise I'm not going to go down a... But they do. your favourite no. retro sweets. Yeah, yeah. Let's, not, let's not Ritz. do that. Um, no. Or we'll have to... Marathons. We'll have to... Uh, Pacers. <laughs> what about Pacers about? <laughs> Bangle. We're doing it. We're actually no, doing we're it. There are parodying people it. doing that right now on radio Can stations, say, enjoying themselves. Save your 50 pence. If you send any in, we won't read them out. On send those. it to someone else, though, because they might like that content. Yeah, well, oh, that's a little <laughs> bit... Uh, Did that sound a bit arch? I thought you were going to say, save you 50 pence and buy some Starbucks. (laughs) I was going to say elitist, and then at the last minute, the word accurate (laughs) elbowed it out the way. So, yeah, so um, have have we heard from this outside world we speak of so much? I'll tell you what, we've uh, we've had a lot of seen Frank Skinner on tour text messages. But don't worry, they're all clean. And (laughs) emails. Happily, happily. There was a time. (laughs) That that would have sent a shiver through me. Some of them raised a few questions. Was it Astrid, was it? Yeah, but Ali, you used to be saw Frank Skinner on tour and, you're, and I'd think, oh, no. And now I think, where mm-hmm. were you? The Anglo-Saxon exhibition. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, it's, it's a little bit difficult to edit out the praise, but I'll try. Um, Thank you. Uh, just driving back from your Leicester gig. Uh, Lot of praise. Just deleting a bit of praise there. Poor, <laughs> poor Enrico and Luciano, a.k.a. Italy 1 and 2. Uh, they then say a favourite gag punchline, so I won't read that. P.S. We also stayed in the old rectory, Rosalie. Is it Rosalie? Rosalie. 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 Gower. But we had to book three years in advance, dot, dot, dot. I think we booked a long time in advance. There's a suggestion there that we just stepped in. I thought you might have jumped the queue <laughs> through fame. And then they add, I love telling people I've slept in the same bed as Frank Skinner. Yeah, but did they see any ghosts there? Oh, they've not mentioned that. They've been too busy with praise for your show. OK, well. That's from Lynn. Thank you, Liam. That's very nice. Um, now, uh, we... I told you what happened, didn't I? Like everyone was laughing at me for being worried about the, the, the ghost thing. They're not laughing now. Maybe I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then uh, my brother-in-law said, who, who went for a, a wee last night and then come back and got mixed up and come into my room? Oh, the no. Door. And everyone went... <laughs> oh, no, you haven't told me that. No. Oh. So... Uh, you know, some people love that sort of thing, obviously. It was the woman who used to be on Blue Peter who does all the ghosty stuff. Oh, Yvette. Yvette Fielding, is it? Yeah, she, she oh, loves... God. She, she'd have been there like... Do you know what she shit. loves? She loves... Um... She loves the dead. Well, she loves That's one of... That's her thing. Yeah, she loves one of those lights, slightly bluey lights on her face. She loves... I'll tell you what she loves. So, so that someone, touched, someone just touched my coat then. <laughs> just touched my coat. I know. You can't well be working with her in the, in the current climate. We've, um, I've got a career to think about. <laughs> um, I want to ask you a question. Go Sorry, on. before you do more. Um, is, if this is completely normal, then, I, I, you know, I just haven't seen it before. I was about to get on an aeroplane to fly to um, Dublin. Fancy. Mm-hmm. And the pilot was leaning right out of the window of the, the door on the cockpit, <laughs> wiping the windscreen on the plane. 
Like a lorry driver. Yeah. <laughs> lorry. Did he have an absolutely filthy little teddy bear strapped to the front? Yeah, Michelin man. <laughs> yeah, but... I've, is that a normal thing for it? It unsettled me a bit because I want them to be, you know, sort of specialist professionals. Never there was an that. element of a friendly neighbour saying, yeah. I'll give you a lift to uh, Dobby. Hold on a minute, just to this windscreen. <laughs> you know when they say, sorry about the mess? Well, yeah. it would be a bit like watching Buzz Aldrin get one of those scrapey things out. Well, I took, a, rid of I, the ice. I took a photo. I was, I was. You did? Oh. So we'll put it up on our um, Instagram and, and see if anyone else has seen. It just seemed like a. Surely they have other people for cleaning the windows. I have other <laughs> questions about this, but we'll come. <laughs> we'll come to the, those questions after this. Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Frank's just shown us the picture. We have pictorial evidence of the pilot. Mm. Not the first time I've said that. What is actually but on? He paid up. What's on the plane windscreen that you need to clean off? Flies. No, but do you remember I had this? What about birds? I asked this on air, and people went mad at me. I said, "Do they get squash flies on on their windscreen?" People said, "What? You think they fly at thirty five thousand feet?" But they have to get up there first of all. Well, exactly. Do they have? um, I mean, I would only lean out like if it was bird poo normally, but surely they don't get bird poo on an aeroplane windscreen. Oh, might happen. I suppose it depends where they've parked it. If they've parked a plane under a tree. Oh, yeah, I think it was under a tree on a normal <laughs> suburban street. Yeah. I come to think of it. Yeah. It was, it's an extraordinary Birds image. probably get plane poo, don't they? Do you, do you <laughs> on them? Oh. I mean, this, I've never got, to, I'm sure we must have discussed this before. I still don't know the answer. Do planes literally drop frozen human waste into the atmosphere. Is it an urban myth or is that true? Because you hear these <clears> stories. I'm looking to you, Al, as the sort of transport correspondent <clears> because <throat> I hear stories about a block of ice came through an old mm. lady. It's often an old lady. Um, through an old lady's roof or something. Yeah, I mean, I also like these stories, but I think the answer is if they did do that, then it's not anymore. Like, there must be... It must be just getting contained and brought back to depot now, isn't it? No, but they still like say they still say in trains that don't use the toilet when it's at a station. That suggests well, it just drops straight through onto the tracks. Yeah, well, I think that I might mean. have been the case on trip. It can't be falling out but of the Al, sky onto I, people. I've can got we? to confess to something. Go on. No, not <clears> that. I um, have left train stations, and I've sort of slightly. I mean, you can't open the windows now, but I've always thought. I've always slightly imagined that there might be unmentionables on the tracks mm-hmm. yeah, well, that we leave behind. Why else oh, would yeah. they stop you going in, in a station? But why do we, we don't never see them at the station? What? It's not like you've ever been stood on a platform. No. Trains arrived, got on. You thought, oh, the smell. Mm. No, that that is true. Okay. But, um, you do see mice, and they will eat anything. Mm. I was at um, the Yorvik Centre in oh, York you? this week. Do you mm. know it? You've been on a school trip. Well, you know, I like to I like to keep up with the the. I mean, it's not strictly speaking Anglo-Saxons. It's more like the enemies of the uh, yeah. Anglo-Saxons. But it's it's the big Viking centre, and those, they've got a big Viking centre. They've got a big famous uh, poo there, a big uh, famous <laughs> Viking poo. <laughs> no, they really have. Yeah, they really have. They've done all the analysis on it. And uh, it's a beauty. It's an old one. Al, uh, Rob Doyle has got in touch. Uh, (laughs) Someone else who's been to see your show and says, I don't care about the no praise stuff. (laughs) Okay. Okay. He left De Montfort and he was happy as Larry. I'm just using that because I like the phrase happy with Larry, okay? Yeah. He does Frank's upset. No, I like happy, happy as Larry. It's good. It just made me think of Larry Grayson. I was on the Royal Variety with him when he absolutely died. Oh, well. And the phrase happy as Larry didn't seem... What about Larry Olivier? I think me um, and uh, Larry Grayson and Ronnie Corbett all absolutely died that night. Oh, really? Yeah. It's a tough old night. <laughs> I'll tell you what I liked about the Jorvik Centre. They've got oh, the yeah. uh, animatronic figures. I love. Oh, yeah. I love an animatronic. That did very well in this studio. It got a chorus of nods at yeah, the, the animatronic figures. You know, like figures, the, the gorillas in the, oh. uh, in the Rainforest Cafe. Right. With the slow blink, the unsettling slow blink. Oh, yeah. On the, <laughs> yeah. A bit like, you know, the old ventriloquist dummies had the old... <laughs> I'm, de- I'm demonstrating. Trust me, it's great. Just laugh anyway. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know. The Lord Charles. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, it was. 
I do like that. What's your best ever animatronic uh, figure you've seen operational? The slowness of them. Uh, yeah. But no, but they do occasionally they'll do something that really is quite realistic, a little shrug of the shoulders or mm-hmm. something. I like Brilliant. it when you see it with the older sort of Disney figures. When you go to It's a Small World, perhaps, some of them built in the 60s. Oh, yeah. And they're a little bit primitive, the technology. It's a small <laughs> world. Uh, oh, yeah. That's the wrong tune. Yeah, but, yeah, favourite animatronic figure. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get this. Let's get this sorted. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Anyway. We've, we've okay. heard from some of our readers, Frank. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow, there's a lovely animatronics from Mike Dunning sent through to us on Twitter. He says, we make animatronic characters for Christmas displays at shopping centres and centre parks and such like. Great use of such like. Mm -hmm. Mm. And it's, um, well, it's extraordinary, the character he sent us. I believe it looks like... um, is it a reindeer? I'm going to get one of my boffins to assist me. I mean, the fact that I'm asking that question is possibly... But uh, it looks like it's definitely got slow eyes. Oh, good. <laughs> Huge nice. slow eyes. That, that's what you Dull want. Eyes. That's <laughs> very on set. Lord Charles, the ventriloquist yes. poppy, had, he had the slow blink. Yes. Very, very unsettling. Yes. Well, you're a pretty little <laughs> thing, aren't you? And the animatronic characters, I, I always notice as well, tend to, I don't know whether it's to do with the technology, but they tend to have about seven eyelids as well. There are a lot of eyelids in order to... There's a lot going on there. If, that, if um, Lord Charles, the, the famous ventriloquist poet, if they did a biopic, who would play Lord Charles, do you think? Oh. Jacob Rees-Mogg. <laughs> yeah, but he doesn't. He doesn't. Xander Armstrong. <laughs> I could, he, 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 he could carry it off. Four zero four has, uh, has texted in, and has, um, <clears throat> it's Adam from Harlow, and has, has given us a two pronged attack here. Uh, morning, Frank and team. Blocks of ice appear on the undercarriage of aeroplanes due to leaky plumbing. Reassuring, what? isn't That's it? That's really reassuring. Wow. Drip by drip it forms. It's gone a little bit... Um, <laughs> yeah, it has. Drip by drip it's it forms. It's got a bit Stephen King. Until it's too large and plummets down to earth. P.S. Favourite animatronic is the Hall of Presidents oh. at Disney World. They've oh. recently added a Don Trump. A little, well, bit, like little bit over-familiar, I think. <laughs> Not often you call it, Don. But Don. I mean, that reminds <laughs> me of... It's Donald when... or Pertus to you. <laughs> Donny. That reminds me of when Frank called Ronaldo Chris. <laughs> I think uh, Chris. We, I also uh, said Bob McGarvey on this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can be over familiar with these uh, with these people, certainly. Did, Don I, did I tell you about my conversation with? Um, I must have told Bob you about my conversation with Tim Rice about um, animatronics. <laughs> Did I tell you that? Oh, God, you didn't give him advice, did you? I said, I said, you know, I went to, um, there was, I said they had the grand opening of this, um, this uh, museum of popular music in Sheffield. Oh, yeah. I said, and they had you, like you were like a, a, like a, 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 in a suit, like a waxwork suit, and they had like a white sphere, this white sphere on their head. I said, and they projected your face onto it, onto the sphere. Uh, and you told us about the history of popular music. And as I spoke, I could, from his face, I started to get a very strong sense that it had actually been him. <laughs> not, and not, and not his face. Not his face projected onto a sphere. <laughs> very, and I said, yeah, and, and it was like... Um, it was... Uh, <laughs> I said I was right at the back. Where I was, though, I was right at the back. Oh, that was that was hashtag Orcs. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Uh, I've had a troubling text in about um, about one of your shows here, Frank. Oh yeah. Uh, great show on Thursday night, Frank. I was the guy in the audience who shouted out, "It was Barbarella's, Frank." Oh yes, I remember. Um, I will. Do you want to elucidate Barbarella's on that? was a nightclub in... Sounds nightclub. So I was talking about, you know, nightclubs in the 70s or whatever, mm-hmm. and he said it was Barbarella's, yeah. Well, that, that bit I was not so troubled by, but then he, he I think it is, uh, leaves with them. Um, we had to pay £35 for the parking. Unbelievable. Next time we'll get our tickets for Birmingham. 
£35 for the parking. I, I mean, I don't wow. want to... I don't want to say it, but that means that the car park was more expensive than the Frank Skinner ticket. That's oh, not I, right, I, I is it? I thought you meant one of those parkings, that, you know, like a, like a bread roll. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's unbelievable. Where did they park then? I don't know. Where, don't, where, where, where just you don't make no sense, do it. <laughs> do it make no sense, Captain? I feel your pain, though. I feel your pain. Now, that's awful news. Awful. That is. The ticket's only 25 quid. Yeah. Outrageous. Um, I mean, we've had. I say only if there's anyone listening who's saying, yes, well, it's all right for you. I'm in a bed. I'm, I know. I've been there. <laughs> I don't think anyone's going to be quite in where those I dire straits. Where I haven't been is Flamingo Land, <laughs> where uh, the producer was telling us about. Have you ever heard of that before? Is this Sonny Frisbee? It sounds like uh, maybe gentlemen from the city go there. Oh, do you think <laughs> you it's... Oh, mean? yeah, Dad's got that one. Yeah, yeah. Hello, flamingos. Oh, oh I yeah. like it. Oh, flamingo land. Yeah, <laughs> hold on. Uh, all right, Cherise. Yeah, just uh, leave it there, love. Yeah, what's she saying, mate? Misty. Like Misty. <laughs> yeah. Are you thinking of going, Frank? Well, I've never heard of it. I'm going to any gigs near Grimsby. What is Flam- can we ask? Can we ask? What is Flamingo Land? It's just like Thorpe Park. It's just. Uh, Thorpe Park. But does, like it, does it have flamingos? Yeah, there's, there's like a wildlife thing. Oh, I'm well, in. Okay, it has flamingos. <laughs> be, I'd be a bit miffed if it didn't. Uh, there's a thing I see. Can we. Uh, I. I on the motorway, I don't know which exactly motorway it is. Al might know this. Oh, yeah. Probably. There's a sign for Birdland. Um, oh, I don't know that. And I always think... Uh, Hello, li- Birdland. Do you ever have this? <laughs> this could be a new feature. I'd like to have been at that meeting. <laughs> Where they said, so we're going to have all these birds in this place. So what are we going to call him? <laughs> about Birdland? Yeah. So, so yeah, I'd be fine. Come, we've got other stuff to do. Yeah, exactly. It's got <laughs> that kind of filter. But a bird and Jeff, fine. The Birdland. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we forgot the name. Well, I've got to go. Well, come on, I've got to call it one Birdland. <laughs> yeah. Okay. See you. What Tuesday? You're playing score. Um. Yeah. So also, I'll tell you what. Have you have you seen these new things they have in Marks and Spencers? When you can get, if you spend twenty quid mm-hmm. in Marks and Spencers, you get tiny miniature versions of things that they sell. What? what? So you get like this a sounds you, like you get my like, absolute dream. So life. you get like a chicken and mushroom sandwich in oh, uh, not chi- oh, chicken and sweet corn sandwich in in those little you know plastic things that they come in, but tiny. No, like borrowers' products. But I would have voted against that in the meeting. I'd have said, well, that's who's going to want? What kid is going to want that? But mm. Boz collects them, and his mate, um, his mate Jude, they sort of swap it. They're swapping like you know. Chicken soup, mini chicken soups. And, oh, hang on, can you eat this produce? No, no, they're just it's tiny. Like a toy. It's like the... Uh, Do the... not eat the mini <laughs> Marks and Spencer's foods. But if I'd have been at like that meeting... Is it like the Hamburglar toys? Um, I don't know what... I don't like the sound of that. The McDonald's toys. Oh, OK. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. To the team that Boz was in um, Burger King, and it was a terrible... You know that painting, When Did You Last See Your Father? And it's a, uh-huh. it's a boy in, yeah. in a courtroom and all these men looking at him. And he looks Spanish at, Inquisition. Yeah, he's absolutely oh. under, under the... Under the uh, not, it wasn't actually the Spanish Inquisition Which before anyone texts in. <laughs> it was... Um, no, I was asking the question. I was saying, was it No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. What was it? Wasn't, it? Wasn't, okay. it was, I, anyway. Anyway. I, I don't know what it okay. was. But anyway, stop blaming the Catholics. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, that's why I've noticed an edge in his voice. So he was, in, was. he was in Burger King and he was ordering his Happy Meal and the woman said, uh, and this was... The, imagine this as a question for yeah. a seven-year-old. She said, uh, ice cream or toy? No, oh. oh. and we just waited, <laughs> and he went, oh. and I watched the horror of yeah. making this enormous. I mean, that's as big a choice as a seven-year-old could make. Yeah. And in the end, he went toy, and I felt almost instantly. You know, when you make a big decision, almost the regret of the one that you didn't get yeah, yeah. bites in. Oh, there's the, no kid should be put through that. The road not taken. Come on, Burger King. <laughs> no kid. No kid should be put through that. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio.
I, I, I should give you a... Oh, remember I fell down the stairs last week? I do. In an incident. It's really been haunting me, that. It's an incident I've come to refer to as Stairgate. Oh. Which I think Kath might have to get some Stairgates fitted for me (laughs) now. But um, I... It was a a shock. I did realise it was pointed out to me that I did one of those when I fell... Mm. I did one of those Oliver Hardy. <laughs> Whoa! I did, one, I did one of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I've it turned. I went to the the, the doctors this week because the pain was continuing, and oh, I thought no. I, I, I'd done some. I, it was very kidney area. Mm. Yeah. So I went to the doctor, and uh, she was a very no-nonsense kind of doctor. So she uh, did an examination. I told some of the symptoms and stuff. And then, uh, so I took my shirt off and she said, uh, yeah, I did some breathing. Mm. And she said, I, I, pretty, I know what it is. Oh. We don't need an x-ray. It's a cracked rib. Oh. And I said, uh, oh. I said, no, but it's at the back. And yeah. she looked at me and said, she's friend. She said, what are you talking about? And yeah. I said, well, it's at the back. There's no ribs at the back, are there? She just looked at me like, and... Ribs, there are there are ribs at the back. Did you know that? No, I've got to be honest. I've always seen ribs always as part of the frontal torso area. I think there's a bit of tendon. I tell you, I see. You know, like the silk section on a waistcoat. I think that that is like tendon. Yes. Right. And then, but but um, then, if you, I mean, I'm feeling now. I'm not showing off, and I can feel a rib. Well, I've been looking at Viking skeletons just a couple of days before, so I should have been Most, across make it. Make sure you yeah. clear your history, mate. But she said, <laughs> but she said to me, she said, yeah. So she said, and I, I'm pretty sure it's that one. And I went, ah! And she said, yes, yes, it is. Wow, it is that one. <laughs> oh. So we've got to the bottom of that. That's very painful. Very painful. Well, it's very painful, but it's not as if I'm on some grueling tour at the age 62. <laughs> and it's, it's hard. The, the difficult thing, I've had sore ribs in the past. I'm not, yeah. I'm not diminishing your problem with no, I'm no, saying the sore. Like when I said I was tired and you said, we're all tired, dear. I did do that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I quoted you ever Stand since. by that. Uh, but you said you've got cracked ribs and then I said, oh, I've had sore ribs. Like, I feel like I demoted it slightly. I didn't yeah, mean to. exactly. Uh, but I've had bad ribs and uh, and you can't rest them because they always move whilst you're breathing, eh? Well, ah, oh, but, well, I don't know. <laughs> good use of air. I'll maybe tell you off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Great that, use of air. It was good, that. I haven't heard that since Amos. <laughs> no, but she did one of those detective things. She said, you haven't been taking painkillers, have you? What? And I said, no. And oh. she said, no, I knew that because I can tell why you're breathing. Because your body is compensating for the crack rib by breathing in a very shallow way. She said, you carry on like that, you'll get a chest infection. I thought, well, I came in here with a kidney thing and now I've got a chest infection, the whole thing. So, so we do we need a, doctors. That is the uh, option. You can't just get at home. We had a conversation last week. You and I had a painkiller conversation. I said, oh, get some painkillers. Take them. I just think I, a pain is a guide, isn't it, for where you're supposed to lean and oh, not stop lean. stop being all hair shirt about these things. Just take <laughs> look, them down. Yeah, my look, keep my German <laughs> landlord out of this. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio. Now, you may recall that one of the things I talk about on this show um, on a regular basis is part works. <laughs> this is when you buy yes. a, a magazine, which often has some sort of thing with it. No, it's not 1979. Yeah, and you build it into... Um, well, the one I was talking about recently was uh, Build Your Own X-Wing, which yes. was... Um, uh, you get an X-Wing as flown by Luke Skywalker in the, the Star Wars movies, and you can build it over a, a, se- a period of two years. Mm. Uh, and the magazines are... The first one is 99p, and then after that, they're 9.99 each. And it works out at 950 <laughs> quid for the model. Now, last How week, long does it take? Sorry, Frank. The uh, What period of time do you get these? Two, two years. Two years, yeah. yeah. And then I was... Uh, <laughs> last year, some of you... Um, last week, rather, some of you may recall that I was uh, celebrating uh, a new one that I'd seen, which um, was called, I think, Learn to... Um, Learn to sew quilts with Peter Rabbit or something of that. Oh right? yes, uh, patchwork quilts. Patchwork, yeah, patchwork quilts with uh, with Peter Rabbit. 
um, which I was, I think the first part again was nine. Now, uh, Emily has done a further research <laughs> oh, yeah. on the Peter Rabbit quilt <laughs> part work. Oh, yeah. How's it going? We're over to our report. Do you know that? I didn't realise this show required any investigative journalism of us. There's a radio show on, on Radio 4, which I've only recently discovered. Why I'm am I depth now? Uh, it, and <laughs> no, it's you've called, got your driving thing. It, it's called More or Less. And oh, they, yes. Yeah, do you know? And they, they look at statistics, less. statistics that are casually used. Um, yes. So, uh, and they say, we'll go over to Emily now, who's uh, found out more about this. So let's let's... Let's try that. Thanks, Frank. Um, I've been <laughs> exactly. looking into the great Peter Rabbit quilt scandal. So, we've dis- firstly, I've discovered that these people, i.e., you, these people are, <laughs> who collect these part works are called hobbyists. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's Is, your... Isn't that just people who do hobbies? Mm-hmm. That's why. Well, think. but people don't do them anymore, really. Oh, come now. Um, so anyway. The Peter Rabbit quilt, it's the weekly part work. 99p for the first edition, Frank. Of course, of course. Pull them in, pull them in. This is how they get you. The hustlers, the part work hustle. It's like the mafia. It's not like the mafia. Um, But the second part work... Go on. Two ninety nine. Oh, that's, that's the gradual. Price, not bad. Hold your high horses. The price then rises to four ninety nine. Oh, it's a ramp for a further eighty eight issues. These okay. people. I mean, this is terrible. It's like money lenders. A total cost of four hundred forty three pounds ten. Now, for the well, quilt. I, if you want, you for can a quilt. Also, you can get the premium subscription deal. Which will end up as five hundred and twenty-two pounds for the quilt, which is by FYI is eighty-two inches by sixty-nine inches. Okay. No, I I I haven't bought a quilt for many a long year. Yeah, that's what it was. I've just got the thing in, so I wrote, I noted it on my phone. The advert says that uh, learn the art of quilting with Peter Rabbit. Yeah. That's what it actually said. Um, so you are learning the art of quilting. So maybe you're paying in some sort of instructional way because you could apply this to other quilting jobs. Yeah, would I you be useful? Sorry, go on. I see quilting as um, as as a thing that the poor used to do to create quilts. And now it feels like the poor are being priced out of quilting. <laughs> the poor are always being... It's like square. skiing. The poor's traditions are constantly being taken out. Oh, that's what I said there. Yeah, look at the ripped jeans. <laughs> it's all right when they say it. We absolutely cornered the market on ripped jeans. <laughs> True. And now... Can I say, more importantly, I've just realised, Frank, that Peter Rabbit can join our... Merry Donald Duck Top Cat Band. Oh, Do you yeah. know what I'm referring of, of to? Wearing a top and not bothering about the lower end. Yeah, just he just wears the his his dead father's jacket. That's all he <laughs> right. wears. Does I he mean, wow. To his dead father? Some are disrespectful about wearing your dead father's jacket. Nothing else. <laughs> I mean, someone said to you, if you were going out with someone, a date, let's say date number four, yeah. they said, look, I, I, I don't know if, you, if you're all right with this, but I like to, um, one thing I like to do, you know, is, is to wear my dead father's jacket and nothing else. You'd be out of there, wouldn't you? So I don't, what? I don't want anything to do with this. Thanks, thanks for it. I don't want to see, uh, you're not going to see my Mrs. Tiggy Winkle. Um, also, Peter Rabbit. Wax March. I mean, he's a bit of a mess all um, over. Also, he's not. He's, he wasn't even like a natural course. He was. Um, he was. Um, he was killed and then baked in a pie. <laughs> is, is that a thing you want to bring up in the bedroom? I don't think so. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Well, okay. um, do you need to do your business? No, no. Carry on. Oh, okay. Uh, Donna's got in touch. <laughs> what, my what little. Did you say that? <laughs> I thought I was forgetting. I thought it was start of the hour. Thank you, Al. My little grandson Harry mm. collects those toys. You were referring earlier to the M&S, a sort of borrowers collection. Yes. And hasn't got the chicken and sweet corn sandwich. Does Buzz have a double he could swap for a <laughs> pint of milk, a chicken and mushroom soup, and a chicken Kiev, please? M&S have now stopped doing these. Some sort of swap shop. Yes, yeah, so I think Buzz is just. Um, He's just a washing-up liquid short of a, oh. of a set. Do they do loads of the products? I've heard that about him. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's not a very nice thing to say, but I think, I think you have to accept these things. Yeah. <laughs> but let me, I'll, I'll, have, I'll check that out. I'm happy to do some... Um, Trades. Well, this is yeah. rather wonderful. Isn't it? Uh, we've also had an email... Um, 
Frank, you could go to Flamingo Land next Wednesday before your show at Scarborough. It's on the way. Oh. See you on Wednesday at the show, not Flamingo Land. <laughs> no, I'm sure continue. there's many things at Scarborough that one can see. Yeah, you know, I like the idea of you having some, um, you know, fun after. I'm not saying that your Jorvik Viking Centre wasn't a fun it afternoon. I've got to tell you, it was brilliant, Jorvik Viking Centre. I went to in, it many uh, times. As, I think York. if you're a Yorkshire school child, even the whole county, regardless of how far it is from York, you're going to Jorvik Viking hmm. Centre. That's oh. quite right. When we got outside, we had Viking burgers that were sold by a store which were made with wild boar. I oh, mean, really? full experience. Nice. Come it's on. Though the Vikings have been turned into sort of benign superhero characters. Yeah. Quite an unpleasant type. Not yeah. as benign as they are now. <laughs> <laughs> the thing you have to say when you're talking about, if you're a historian, you mm. have to say, look, I know the image is of them, you know. Um, like Liam Gallagher. Of um, hitting monks in yeah. the chest with an axe. <laughs> but um, in that fact, wasn't the image you know. In my head. Now. <laughs> in fact, they had interest in poetry and, you know, they were oh, great I'm sure they did. So that's what you have to say <laughs> oh, now. come on. Yeah. Charles Bronson writes poetry, we know. Well, they, you know, they, they had all that, but they still... Mm. It, I love it you, Charles, if you... They still hit monks in the chest with an axe. <laughs> That was still, I would say, that was their, wow. um, that was their brand. <laughs> the other stuff was that when you've been on, you know, when you've been out with them for a bit, you discover that they, they, they did, yeah. you know, that they do oh, or, yeah, or, ornamental uh, jewellery. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Listen, uh, Faye's dad has got to But where did they get the gold? I want to know. They ripped it off the front of Bibles on Holy Island. <laughs> OK, all right. We've all had a drink. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> exactly. Fa- I bet they said that a few times. <laughs> yes, the Vikings. Oh, no, the snake right in black. Vikings. Faye's dad has got in touch with the show. Faye's dad? Yes. He says, oh, no. Did you not go home last night? <laughs> Breaking news from Faye's dad. He's just sent Faye is our assistant producer. This I can't believe exciting. we got that. Well, what if it's really terrible news? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's the only way he could get in touch. He's got a phone off. Oh, no, the um, cat's been obliterated. It, <laughs> no, he, had, he forwarded an interest, or sent a link, I should say, to an interesting article about... Uh, Toilets no longer emptying onto the tracks as oh. of, I believe, it's 2019 this year. Okay. This is happening. That'll okay. be something Faye's dad had, had in his uh, toilet <laughs> article scrapbook <laughs> that she was telling us about. That he so could. it did happen, but it, it no longer does. It only stopped this year. I believe so. Well, <laughs> but you don't see it on the track, as we keep saying. Well, I believe it empties not at platforms. I believe it enters as the train is moving. Oh, I see. So if you was to walk the track, it would be a, a unhygienic oh, yeah. journey well, indeed. This is the reason for it. I mean, there's a quote here from I mean, someone they saying... Say, they, say it's, they say it's leaves on the track, but now... <laughs> yeah, we know. Someone has said, a quote, it's disgusting. Oh, God. I've been out there with the track workers and you see it coming like a plume of steam. It's oh. totally unacceptable. <laughs> what? Oh, dear. In 2019, people are just firing this stuff out of plan. Can I just say, what? wonderful use of plume. Why don't yeah? Why poom? I would have called it. Why don't they get to the station and they? It's like when I was on a train and we just left King's Cross and they woman said, uh, "Would you like some breakfast?" And I said, "Yeah, I'll, have, I'll just have poached egg on toast, please." Mm. And she said, uh, "We don't have any bread." I said, "We've just left one of the world's great cities." <laughs> and she yeah. said, uh, "Yeah, but we can't just go off and get bread." Yeah, they can't thought, pop to the shops no, if they're in somebody could. They'd load up, wouldn't they? I know, I don't like that. I think it's like a calf when you see one of the waiters walking with like eight <laughs> pints oh, of milk or something. Yes. Ow, I actually, uh, that, I lose confidence so quickly in the entire operation. I yeah. don't want to see... I'm happy to eat the bacon sandwich. I don't want to see any activity involved <laughs> in the pig becoming deceased. Do you understand? No, but I... I I remember Kath asking for mango once in an Indian restaurant and the waiter said, no, we don't have mango. And then I saw the manager talking to him Mm. and then the waiter left in like a blue car coat 
<laughs> and came, came back in with Stand a little it. plastic bag with mangoes. And I think that's great service. That is good. We were leaving, as I say again, we were leaving, <laughs> it's the beginning of the journey, King's Cross. I yeah. think, you know, maybe we should get some bread for the journey to Scotland. <laughs> oh, no, we won't need bread. Why would anyone want that? That sort of obscure... <laughs> Very uh, avant-garde I, dish. Can I just no, tell you? No, don't, because the, okay. the producer... Oh, sorry, is the fez gone? She shook her head. She's actually pinching me on that fleshy bit <laughs> under my armpit to make, <laughs> make me shut off. It's a bit bruises, you know. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. On our Absolute Radio um, radio station, mm. which not everyone I know is listening to because some listen on 80s, 90s, we played um, Don't Stop Me Now, mm. uh, yeah. uh, just. Um, the thing about that one is they call me Mr. Fahrenheit. Yeah. <laughs> Who calls him that? They. I always imagine oh, that yeah. Freddie had a few mates at the meteorological office oh, who yes. used to meet for drinks and they called him. They were called things like uh, Mr... Uh, well, there's Mr. Rain who worked there from. Is an old man, <laughs> old man who worked there from the beginning. Yeah. But there's like Mr. Right. Like high pressure front mm-hmm. and stuff. And they all because I think they were quite. Were they sort of academics? Queen? Did they do astronomy and stuff? Um, well, they were very. Brian May's academic, is he? Oh, he loves the planets and things. Loves it. Hedgehogs, he loves, does he? Is it hedgehogs with him or is it something else? Peter Dobson looks wonderful. Oh. I, do you know what? They might, they might be my favourite celebrity couple. Really? Mm, I absolutely love them. <laughs> okay, well, I think I could be quite a nice friend for theirs. They've, they've mm. stayed together. I nice. think Mr. Fahrenheit might have been more. That was a sort of that slightly appreciate. sneery name, more sort of like because he was always complaining about the temperature. Oh, here he comes, Mr. Fahrenheit. Oh, really? Oh, do you think? Yeah. I thought it's because he was on a crazy night out and he was so <laughs> hot to the touch. They called yeah. him right. Mr. But they don't establish what Fahrenheit he is. He could no. be yeah. anyway. Anyway, nevertheless. Hey, we've had an email that's made me think that there's a Frank Skinner imposter doing the rounds. Uh, please can I say a massive thank you to Frank for being absolute gentleman on Sunday. That's not it. <laughs> Brackets his Yorkshire. He waited with my wife, even oh. guiding me on her phone to his location. <laughs> I remember. Absolutely. I was lost and posed for a photo when I eventually found them. All whilst his entourage were telling him to get in the car. Oh. <laughs> it finishes, get in the car! It finishes great show, guys. Frank is a true national treasure. Now, oh. there's a lot I agree with in there, but the idea that you can give directions to anybody oh, come on. sounds preposterous. I know, I think that's an exaggeration. But she, Well, that's why I, I waited more than any other reason. She said, my husband um, mm. really wants a photo with you, but he's, he's got lost. He can't find his way to the stage door. And I thought, oh, that welcome to my world oh. so I did I waited for him eventually right. he turned up at the end of the road holding the phone which I've done with Kath so many times when she's guided me down Instagram boyfriend can I just say also I like the idea of the entourage a bit I'm imagining sort of Elvis's mates mm-hmm. urging you to get into the car yeah exactly <laughs> are there um, this is the thing speaking of the uh, when people give you directions on the phone do you know the classic trope of something happens to the uh, the pilots of a plane? Mm. Um, maybe they're falling out the window while cleaning the windscreen or something. Mm-hmm. And a passenger go gets it, and and the uh, air traffic control talk them down. Yeah, and they say there's a, there's a button on the left if you and all that. Oh yeah, you can't get in the cabin now. No. So if anything happens to the pilots. That isn't a plan B anymore. I think they've got one of those um, handheld remote control gadget things back have, at base have now. They, they can yeah, bring yeah. it down like that. Just, yeah, it's like a but the only time emergency you see, brake glass. The only time you see people using remotes in a film, it's use it, they're on a pond and there's, you yeah. know what I mean? They're, they're, they're in a lovely London park and they're moving a boat across the water. But maybe it would work with the plane. But it's true, no one will ever be talked down again on no. a plane. These we have loved. <laughs> Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. There's a there's a news story this week about uh, none other than Celine Dion, whose work I'm I'm aware of, yes. and uh, and the rapper Drake. Oh, love Drake. Whose, whose work I'm less aware of, but I you know Come I know on now. I know he's uh, he's a media presence. Anyway, Celine Dion according to the newspapers this week, is begging Drake to think twice 
about getting a tattoo of her face. <laughs> yeah, interesting. They've done a pun with Think Twice. Because that was her song, oh. Baby Think Twice. Okay. Oh, I didn't, yeah. I didn't know that. They've reeled you in. It's a pun. <laughs> I thought she'd actually said Think Twice. <laughs> you said like, it's a I pun. didn't get it either. God, I mean, who'd do a pun like that on a on a on a song lyric? I suppose she's worried that tattoos, you know, they last forever. I, you know, the art the art um, does go on. Yes. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Frank. Oh. <laughs> Oh, he's even competitive with the headline writer on the tabloid. That's why he's on the big bucks, that right. sort of stuff. I always, yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong. What about... You see, are you familiar with Drake, Frank? Can I just establish? I'll tell you, my, um, my, I, I saw Drake um, twerking with someone, I think. Bit at, of gossip. At the, at the, at the Brits. Um, I was there. I know, because I was there. <laughs> was and, it Riri? Uh, was it Rihanna, I yeah. think, yeah. Oh, um... Dated, you know, she'd, she'd be better off saying her prayers. Rihanna, <laughs> <laughs> she's the most scantily clad of the most true. Uh, no faith in the material. Yes, of the, of the female superstars. Yeah, um, you know, know she's got a lovely voice. Just trust, just trust your lovely voice. You don't have to. Yeah. Anyway, do you know yes. Hotline Bling? Which is not a million miles from Celine Dion's point that she's saying to Drake. Hey, the face isn't the. It's, she actually said my face isn't my moneymaker or something. Yeah, but it's, it's so hard to get an accurate representation of her vocal cords <laughs> on a tattoo. <laughs> Good point. I liked how, I like Celine's um, reasoning. Yeah. Which is, um, skin ages, she said, and she doesn't want her face to look all wrinkled as his skin ages. Is that what she said? I thought that was, but she Celine's also said quite a she's, funny she's, one, I like her. Yeah, she said she's quite old, so if there's, oh, a, if there's a cold Celine. winter, he could just wait right, and have her actual millions. face. <laughs> 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 the other thing is, is that she, I think she is the classic why the long face. Yes. Mm. She is the gherkins at the jar with a chin. Celebrity, <laughs> and maybe he's got very thin forearms, and he thinks, "Oh God, I can't think of anyone who'll go on there." Oh, hold on, right? But then I think that's an example of someone who has got a lot of faith in the material. Not short of a few, Bob hasn't mm-hmm. gone for the fixer. No, God, God bless. Respect. <laughs> but um, it might be <laughs> that he's thinking, God bless. Respect <laughs> for the for the non-fixeroo. He might be thinking, in an ideal world, I would have put Emma Bonton's face on here, but I don't have the width. <laughs> wow. Just to interject on the um, <clears throat> Celine Dion and Drake news, oh, uh, yes. just briefly going to skip across. Uh, hi, Mr. Skinner and team. They have flamingos at Twycross Zoo. If you drive past slowly on the A444, <laughs> you can clearly see them through the fence for oh. free. Yours truly, Angela. Just going to write that down here for four. Well, where I live, they have um, pink bin bags um, at one road. And some mornings, if the necks have been knotted correctly, it looks as if flamingos are huddling under a, a local well, garage. I get those pink bin bags. So, I love art. pink. Pink bin bags. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Oh, by the way, when we're talking about animatronics, now we've got we just bookmarked uh, Celine Deal. Oh, yeah. Um, um, we, I was an animatronic um, parrot. Did, did you know that? I did a, uh, I did a pilot um, for a thing called Woodcock, set on a pirate ship with um, Prunella Scales and Imelda Staunton, oh. and. Um, and is I this play. A fib? Is this one no, of no, your this is one of his. Ian, I work with Ian Fleming as his clean room. Very and difficult I, to. And I played. Out. I played uh, an animatronic parrot. On the pirate ship, it's and when I out. when I got there, there were two okay. professional puppeteers, uh-huh. okay. and you you sit in this big harness thing, right. and I said, well, if I'm going to do the voice, I want to operate the parrot as well. So I had two big. I was, I was looked like something from uh, a sci-fi movie. I'm strapped in this thing, and I can make the the parrot sort of tilt its head and open its beak mm-hmm. and and all that. So I operated it. Okay. Mm-hmm. The reason they got me, have a guess why they I was cast as the parrot. It's to do with my accent. Is it Jasper Carrot? It's Jasper Parrot was the name oh. of the thing. So oh. they, they, they got this, I thought Birmingham. this was one of your funny lies. No, no, this yeah, is absolutely... Did you? Did you? I was still waiting for the... Occasionally, his, <laughs> occasionally his real life is so ridiculous. Can I, when we say lie, Frank Skinner is 
one of the most it's honest to a fault sometimes. Mm. When I say like, we I mean he likes a fantastical like a embellishment, improv, well, flight yeah. of fancy. I honestly thought when I joined the show that that story <laughs> you tell about that game of baseball, I genuinely thought. <laughs> That that was a flight of fancy. That it was like a fever dream. But that's one of the real ones. Yeah, that's that's, uh, that's amazing. Now, now it sounds like I make stuff up. There, if you'll yeah, know if, you I'm, if I'm. <laughs> no, we've just established that I no. gave you a very lovely sort of Oscar-worthy tribute know, but, just now. But Thank people, you. Uh, people often think I'm making stuff up, which I know. It, I, I think you're referring to things like the fact that I invented the name Gap. Exactly. <laughs> I, I think these things you do yeah, now. on the head, though. Nail and what the was head. the Ian Fleming one again? My Frank? mother. My mother was the cleaner at Goldeneye. Yeah. <laughs> okay. He's um, he's Caribbean home. Yes. Yeah, but other than that, I. Uh... Well, it is hard though sometimes to tell the difference because you will start stories saying, "Well, when I was over at the Archbishop of Canterbury's last week," and it's true. Yeah. Well, there you go. You see, I. Um, anyway, I was an animatronic parrot in the pilot Woodcock. And um, Prunella Scales played the captain of the ship, who had a beard. And I, well, I saw children. her. I saw her at an opening <laughs> night two weeks. And I said, Prunella, I, um, I, I said, Prunella, I have to be honest with you. I, I never was quite sure whether you were supposed to be a, a woman captain who wore a beard, who wore a false beard, or whether you were actually playing a man. She said, Well, neither was I, darling. <laughs> <laughs> We were talking about Drake. Drake. And and Celine Dion. And the tattoo. And he's said, he hasn't done it yet, but he's suggested he wants to add Celine to his collection. Now, when we say his collection, Mm. Drake has 35 tattoos. Of people. I would say probably at least 50 to 60% of these are of human beings. Do you want to hear a selection? Oh, yes. Yeah. We have Lil Wayne on his upper arm. Okay. Mm-hmm. We have his father's prison mugshot. Oh. I'm sure they were nicer fa- photos. Yeah, I bet his dad said, well, what did you use that one? <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, I look um, terrible. I look, my collar's out. He's got glasses on in it as well. He might have taken his glasses off. Oh, with them, but, you know. oh no, that's, that's harsh. He has um, a bottle of Dracar Noir aftershave. Yeah, because it is sounds he, similar to his name. Apparently. Oh, Drake Drake and Drakkar. <laughs> it's he's a bit babyish. Uh, is he doing swaps for the M and S miniatures? I'm the same. I've got a massive Cockrell tattooed across my back. Oh, yeah. His surname's Cochrane. It's okay. Uh, um, we all held our breath. We are. <laughs> I didn't realise that. Anyway. I, I had um, Sade. That's oh, a yeah. good one. That's a good one. That is a uh, yeah. The CN Tower in Toronto. Oh, well, oh, now he's yeah. Canadian, though, isn't he? Yeah. I know. Well, so what? I mean, I'm from London. I have post office tower down my spine. <laughs> oh, yeah, I wouldn't mind the post office tower. Not on my spine, Maine. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Absolutely repulsive. <laughs> Absolutely um, repulsive, of course, <laughs> is our new, uh, our new station. Rihanna eating ice cream on his left bicep. Wow, what? I mean, is, is, he our, is he our showbiz correspondent, Drake? It's sort of sweet in a way, isn't it's it? It's like a modern version of the Bayer tapestry. He is. Oh, you've got he it is. in one. 416, his area code, in case he forgets is it. Is it? <clears throat> no. Yeah, I'm going to get 0208. But he might 0208. He'll just cross it out. <laughs> He'll just get another tattoo. This is what I don't see. I, 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 cover met, up. I met a man who'd had me tattooed on his chest. Did you? And he said, yeah. And he, it was a good, it looked like me. And he said, yeah, you're next to my ex-wife. And I said, oh. have you learned nothing about the perils of commitment? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he said, I've got, um, I keep what you might call an inky diary. Oh, so I like so. to have a record of, you know, people from my past and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Oh. Is he still in prison? <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, he works on the waltzers. Okay. Okay. Um, a portrait of his uncle Steve. Yeah. Drake's uncle Steve. Yeah. yeah. Cool. You could have our Keith Frank. I'd be um, happy with that. His grandma Evelyn, his mother. I was thinking that. Denzel Celine... Washington with a trumpet. Okay. 
That's true. It's down to Washington with a trumpet. I was thinking that Celine was fairly random, but not at all, is <laughs> no. it? On here? He also has several owls. Snap! I knew I was going <laughs> to have the same tattoos as him eventually. Three, I don't know if they're ring bearing, as it were. <laughs> yeah. Three unidentified portraits. Uh, the Beatles crossing Abbey Road. Uh, I believe oh, cool. that's a boastful reference, because sometimes they boast the rappers, to him <laughs> breaking <laughs> the Beatles records. Oh, oh okay. is it? Did, what what record did he break? He sold more than the Beatles. Oh, the amount of sold. I mean, okay. over 150 I like million. Idea, I like the idea of three unidentified <laughs> yeah, yeah. portraits. How did how, what, what is he's like the missing people? They were just like the milk cartons. No, what it was was it was an apprentice tattooist, and the likeness wasn't good oh, enough. So they went, oh, I they could just be anyone. Yeah. Well, they think one might be Robin Givens, Mike Tyson's ex. Oh, yeah. Well, of course, Mike Tyson, you know, he's got Chairman Mao Che Guevara. He's gone very sort of real, real gravitas. Yeah. yeah. I think he's got an ex wife as well on there, mind you. Uh-huh. They, go, they do go for the wives, they've learnt nothing. <laughs> but he's gone for the big, you know, the big scary. Uh, uh, what's that film with. Um, Robert De- Cape Fear. Oh, he's gone yes. for that kind of get in prison and get some oh. scary, uh, of scary course, things. Can I just say, Drake has missed the most obvious tattoo that he should have got. Never mind Dracar Noir. What about Charlie Drake? Yes. Oh, yes. Sometimes Charlie Drake on your chest. Goal, well, of course, I haven't been able to wear a crop top for about three <laughs> weeks. Well, my uh, my uh, Prince Andrew on my. <laughs> Oh, sorry. Hurry! <laughs> hurry! Sorry. So, so, hurry! It's a lovely play likeness. It. Hurry, play it. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Frank. Lady. Just briefly, we've put something up on our socials this morning, which I'd just like to explain. Oh, yeah. I was in Devon recently at the Appledore Book Festival. Oh, never heard of that. Nice. Well, you have now. Oh, mm-hmm. please go to Appledore. Will do. Oh, it's fabulous. I was invited by Jeremy Vine, who I think he's the patron Jeremy or something. Jeremy Vine, Appledore. <laughs> yeah. It's very, very fruit-based, It's very it? fruity. Um, I think he's the patron. It's absolutely beautiful there. Anyway, while I was there, I'd been invited to the Chocolatiers. It's that sort of beautiful painted fisherman cottage town. <clears throat> OK. And horrible people like me are moving in, probably. Oh. But it's, it's still got that untouched, unspoilt element. Anyway, the Chocolatiers... They invited me to have a look. Mm. I went in. I thought I'd be getting the red carpet treatment. They go, she's here. They didn't. I walked in, they went, oh, hello. I said, oh, yeah, I was told to come in. They went, oh, OK. Oh, no. Oh, no. But I thought I'd better buy something while yes. I was there. Mm-hmm. So I found these. They're called... Do you want to read out what it says? Oh, well, let me just put on my spectacles. <laughs> OK, everybody. Oh, grumpy old git mints. Yeah, I thought they'd be nice for you. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well I eat a great many uh, mints. I don't know if you're aware of that. You know, I, you know what's happening in the tour car, Omar, yeah. the tour manager. You know, you get that thing in the car, that weird elasticated webbing that you get in cars and on the backs of plane seats. Oh, I hate it. Oh, yeah. He's, uh, when I get in the car, there are four um, packets of extra strong mints in the side webbing, so I can just reach. Yeah. Oh, Al, I love an ESM. Oh, God, yeah. So, anyway, I've got any of these mints. Oh, Frank. lovely. And I can refill that tin. Well, you can refill it because I've got a confession That's to make. Nice. I, I started eating them. Excellent. <laughs> you did what? <laughs> um, so, I'm going to hand them over. There you go. Thank you. Okay. There you go. Does that They're mean, lovely. Yeah. By proxy, does that mean that you are a, a, also a grumpy old git if you're eating the grumpy old git mints? Oh, just, I am just now. Saying, just well, it's not like the Hulk where my, je- my jeans started ripping <laughs> and I started saying odd things to people like, why don't you rework that sound of music? Also, I can, uh, put, I can put some of my ibuprofen uh, in there. That's a good and, idea. Um, we, we can play a little bit of Russian roulette Rocky in the tour car yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on the way there. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, it, it's, uh, yeah. Um, um, so the, the, by the way, if you've had a tattoo that you regret, why don't you tell us what it was on 8, 12, 15? I'd like to know that. Uh, I went out with a woman who had a, had a, a revolver, for example, tattoo when she was about 17. Mm-hmm. And then she had several processes trying to get it removed, but you could still see ghost revolver. All right. There, I think oh, she felt it didn't give the message that she... Uh, 
mean, who do you think the unidentified portraits are on Drake's body? I mean, that would be... I who might... would you most like it to be? Arge. <laughs> if Arge was one. I quite like the actress who played Grotbags, who's oh, no longer yeah. with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that would be a good one. And um, Paul Coyer, the former <laughs> Scottish uh, TV presenter. Wincy oh, Willis. Yeah. Wincy Willis would be... Uh, oh, come on. Though I still hear what people... are you talking about, Willis? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I don't know, wonder what Drake's passions are, apart from music. And, he likes uh, ladies. Well... <laughs> You yeah, can't you get can't. loads of tattoos of ladies. <laughs> no, oh, no, oh, not well, in People 20. used to, didn't they? Oh, what no, did she do, you guys? <laughs> he made all his money. Well, not all his money. This man sold 150 million records. Has However, he? yeah. That's <sighs> a lot. Still, it's good for the Drake. <laughs> um, he's, um, he's good for the Rihanna. <laughs> he should have got... I mean, I would say Hotline Bling, that was what broke Drake. Yeah, well, um, yeah. Oh, is he broken? <laughs> yeah. He should have had a phone of some sort. OK. Given that that's the symbol, although he likes the owls. He's, he thinks owls are spiritual. And can I just say, he follows the, he follows the Nazarene, raised a Catholic. Was he? Oh. Really? Raised a Catholic. And the father, I think he's very you, was the... I think he was something like played the piano, or was a drummer for Jerry Lee Lewis. Yeah. Okay, but and in prison, and he was in prison, of course. Yeah. We know from the uh, tattoo. Yeah, he played for Jerry Lee Lewis. What a guy! <laughs> Loving Drake. I mean, I'm not prepared to listen to his music, but I think I can admire him from afar. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. What about Debbie Thompson, Al, in Banger, County Down? What about her? My sympathies over your fall, Frank. Ah. I fell down the steps in front of hundreds of people during a Jules Holland gig in the waterfront hall in Belfast. Oh, no. Very slippery wooden steps, and I had precarious high wedged boots. Oh, I will have forever refer to it as my waterfront fall. A bit like Watergate. Mm. So I think you should give it more of a name. Mm-hmm. I like, well, I think Stairgate. Well, Stairgate, I know, but Stairgate, Stairgate could happen any time, is what I'm saying. Yes. I like. To specify, I like the idea that one of Jules Holland's band ran <laughs> over to a sister in black dot Martin boots, jeans, oh, yeah. a pinstripe jacket, yeah. earring, maybe some spats, yeah. and Kangol I lo- hat backwards. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like to think Al that Jules was carrying on regardless with his boogie woogie. Oh yeah, oh but relentless. Okay. Do, 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 he had a black shirt underneath the pinstripe. Mm. Okay. <laughs> I'm thinking T-shirt underneath the pinstripe. <laughs> we were um, we were also discussing uh, sort of music news, I suppose, with um, Drake, the rapper, Drake, uh, who's been pondering yeah. getting a uh, tattoo of Celine Dion's face on his yeah. body. A mm-hmm. uh, bit of breaking news: Celine Dion has said that she's going to flip the whole thing and get a tattoo of Drake's body on her face. <laughs> oh well, no, she's gone too far. Yeah, uh-huh. the face tattoos. I uh, I knew a guy and his brother um, had on on his forehead death to all skinheads uh, um, oh. that he'd had done in the uh, late sixties. Oh, he got wasn't to know nice that, that so many people would be bald these days. <laughs> I know, but I mean, it was it wasn't even like it was revealed when his when his hair. I don't know if his hair yeah. did go. He, I mean, it was there to be seen. Well, also that would have been tricky for you because you were a fan of the skinhead escapes. Oh, no. And mm. also, I think there are there are social implications of going around at the time with death to all skin. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it could have led to an altercation. Was it so written um, so that the person that you're looking at could read it rather than he could read it in a mirror? Was it, because um, you know, like ambulance on the front of an ambulance yes. for the... Oh, I yeah, guess it was just written as death to all skinheads. I have to say, it, I'm, I'm, I'm interested that you that you mention that. Because I've been uh, I've been thinking about that quite a lot just lately. Because I've yeah. got a pair of Pringle socks, right? Mm. And when I put them on, mm-hmm. I don't know if you're aware of Pringle socks, but the Pringle myself, the Pringle yeah. is only on one side of the sock. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So there is no guidance in the packaging <laughs> as to whether you're supposed to whether they're supposed to face each other for you know mm-hmm. for secure comfort and security. <laughs> Oh. Or or whether you're showing to the world. Yeah. Well, I wonder which it would be. 
given uh, well, I wear them what the brand would prefer. You advertising the fact that you're wearing their socks or the security element that you refer to? Well, I wear them facing out. Do you? I do. What about you, Al? I, I mix it up. It depends, really, on what my hand hits first, because I don't oh, care. Oh, God. Oh, was, you don't care. I was reminded the other day, I saw somebody that I hadn't seen for years, and they reminded me of an old bit of my stand-up where I used to discuss wearing odd socks, but not odd socks that were too wide apart in thickness. And I used to say, you can't, you can't wear a really thin sock with a really thick sock. No. They have to be of a similar ply. Yes. And... Uh, and I'd completely forgotten it. And now I very rarely wear odd socks. I won't wear an odd socks. It looks like an affectation. Oh, listening you to you men talking about fashion all day. Honestly. <laughs> what about, uh, Do my head in. If you wear a ring, <laughs> say you've got a ring with an initial on, is the initial to the world or is it to you? Well, you like said a Del Boy. What do you mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? So is it is it... Is it like, oh. so when they look at your hand, if you hold your fist out, they'd read it? Or do you like it that when you look at your hand... I've got a rosary ring on and the I've cross. Combine harvester. And the cross is facing me, you see, when I look at it. <laughs> so. Well, Frank, you're right. If you have if you had a necklace, for example, with Frank on it or F, would yeah. that be for the benefit of the world? I think the what, reader, what we're the... talking about here is the nurse's watch <laughs> question. Oh yeah. <laughs> is do you wear it for the world or do you wear it for you? Yeah. I was talking to, um, uh, when I used to do like fitness things um, about a year ago, <laughs> I was speaking to my instructor and I said, that's an unusual slogan on your T-shirt. And she said, what is it? Mm. I've never read it. I thought, what? It could be anything. Uh-huh. Um, could be death to all skinheads. Maybe T-shirt design should be upside down so that the wearer can look down oh, and point. see them. What about that for good a theory? Point. Can we just say... Might not look as good, but yeah, good point. I think it would uh, look as good to you. (laughs) (laughs) Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Do you know Drake uh, is credited with inventing the phrase YOLO? What? Yeah. The phrase or the initial... Oh, sorry, it's an acronym, yeah. I do apologise. You only live once, no. No, that's Uh, better. YOLO, you did the YOLO thing. Yeah, yeah. He's a he's an absolute uh, mine of information. <laughs> he is, yeah. Well, I think right. the Catholic thing has swung at girls. Oh, he definitely got a promotion in Frank's eyes when yeah, the, not, the, not, found out that the he prisoner was a, father, a cradle Catholic. I'm, I might say. have a li- listen to Drake Essentials <laughs> on Apple Music. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see what we've got. Start with Anna with the heartland bling. You'll love that one, Frank. I don't know if I, if I can listen to a song with bling in the, in the words, but we'll give it a <laughs> oh, try. Oh, I know what you can give listen to. I've got it. God's plan just okay. dropped. What? Okay. God's plan, absolute banger. It's just dropped. Okay, I'm going to investigate Drake. I'll keep you posted. Okay. Um, Okay. I bet um, bet they said that about his dad. As as an atheist slash agnost, somewhat sceptical, secular atheist, am I allowed to listen to God's plan? I I don't see why why you you should. I listen to to, uh, Stephen Fry reading Harry Potter (laughs) for almost 12 seconds. (laughs) You can listen to it, but oh, just yeah. watch the video. Don't listen to the lyrics. Oh, okay, that sounds good. I don't. Okay, can I just say something else? Um, I we put up a picture of the grumpy old git mints I bought for Frank. That's yeah. mints, M I N T S. And Jason C E. Yeah. <laughs> Grumpy old get mints. We could get back yeah. onto me going on about shepherd's pie and why it ought to be mashed potato. Also, how horrible would that be? I got back from Devon last Monday. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when it's, it's slightly empurples at the at the outer section, yeah. mints. No, it's mints. Um, Jason Chef, who's one of our regulars, has got in touch. Oh, yeah. He said it should say in small print on the grumpy old get mints, not for sharing. Oh, oh, nice. Yes. I like that, Jason. But sharing, of course, is caring. That's what they reckon. I'll never mm. forget that. Mm. There we go. Depends. <laughs> it's um, not if it's an SDI, obviously. Extraordinary <laughs> thing <laughs> to well, say. Well, it's not SDI. Is that the right word? No, oh, it anyway, can never be. Mind. Anyway, it can be. Yeah, no, sorry, you mean, I... but I don't want to keep yeah, talking well, I don't about it. What do you mean? I did not mean that. I would never say that. Get out. <laughs> um, is, that, that's such an old man's thing to get the... Uh, I'm so out of date on the, that arena of life. 
Yeah, I guess. What Go listen to God's does plan. stand for something? Is it dialing tone or something like that? What's that, darling? Oh, never no. mind. Oh, it, oh, yes. So I'm just rambling now to okay. myself. You know this you're, you're there, you're there, Marjorie. <laughs> Mar- Marjorie died in the 80s. <laughs> Leave him. Frank, you were talking about part works this morning. I was. Rob has got in touch to say, Hi, Frank, Emily and Alan, read part works. There was once a magazine called Mathematical Pie for children. Oh, yeah. P-I-E. And you got a slice every week. It's quite a nice pun, really, isn't it, as well? For many years, it printed digits from the infinite decimal representation of the mathematical number pi, P-I. Of course it did. (laughs) Well, it's, what is it? 3.7? Oh, oh, I can't remember. Oh, then it carries on. Do you build a 3D Lego pie? 3.14, I think it is. 3.147, blah, 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 blah. Recurring. Yeah, yeah. Okay. This seemed like the ultimate tie-in for a part work. Mm-hmm. Anyway, in one issue, they announced they'd made a mistake several issues earlier. Oh, no. So the entire concept was dropped. Oh, Wow. Yes. Living proof that you cannot have your pie and eat it. Hey. I know, I know. Well, on. that's it. I don't think I'd have bought that one, but I like the fact that it exists. Yes, and I do as well. We've also had a bit of update about pilots cleaning their uh, aircraft windows. It's not a euphemism, by the way. Uh, no, I, this is something seven. I saw on, uh, on the way to Dublin. Yeah, Frank saw a pilot lean out and basically take a bit of um, kitchen roll to the yeah, <laughs> not the during windscreen. not during flight. No. Did he have a chamois? I don't. He looked like it was just a bit of old something he'd picked up. It didn't look like he was, you know, yeah. got tissue or something. Um, I mean, if people are going to get annoyed about the environmental impact of the wet wipe that he used, they oh. should remember that he's a pilot. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, the, the picture is on uh, our Instagram, so have a look. You can make it bigger, as they say. Um, 477 has texted. Mr Skinner. Mr Skinner. It is perfectly normal for pilots of low-cost airlines to lean out the window and clean the screen. Yeah. Very short turnaround times makes it impractical to call them in maintenance team to oh. do this kind of job. Happy flying. Brian Smith, captain. Oh, oh hi, Brian. I like that. Oh, Happy flying is a Smith. good send-off. Yeah. Oh, Brian, you're nearly as good as... What about when I was on a plane? He said, hi, I'm your captain, Ken Royale. <laughs> great captain name. But what I like is he hasn't said Captain Brian Smith, he said Brian Smith, captain. Oh, it's great. Always end, end on the keyword. That's That's my... Uh, my experience. Mm. What else we got? Well, we've also got someone who said, Hi Frank, this is from 882. Over recent years, you appear to have adopted the walking posture of a vicar. Classic head down, clasped hands behind back, pensive in thought. Just an observation, nosy Hampstead resident. (laughs) Wow. Wow, This is one of my um, (laughs) neighbours then. (laughs) Identifying my body uh, language. Deep (laughs) Badil. By the way, you know, I've never read an Ian McEwan book. Oh, oh yeah. I re- highly recommend. Well, I've been sent his new novel. Yes, uh, no, it's I'm a novella. Oh, can oh, we do this right, a book yeah. club, guys? No, I'll never do a book club again. <laughs> oh yeah, oh. I did one with my family. And, oh my god, the tension. Oh, yeah. Ours went well, but anyway. It, yeah, so it's called the Cockroach, and I, it sounds like it's mm. a Brexit novella. It is. I heard him mm. in, dis- in discussing it. So, the other day. I don't know if this is the place to start with Ian McEwan, but everyone keeps saying to me you should read to be Ian McEwan. So here we are. Yeah. Okay. Here we are. I'm going to go for I it. It's good. Come on. Um, oh, okay, so... You haven't um, answered the vicar question. Why do you look like a vicar? I don't think... I, do I walk like that? Well, yes. I, I don't know Next how question. I walk. I don't think about how I walk. I'm thinking about stuff when There I'm you walking. go, like a vicar. Yeah, lost in thought. Like a vicar. Touch for the very first time. <laughs> Maybe not even that. Not a flea bag. Yeah. <laughs> he was a priest, can I say that? If it had been a vicar, it wouldn't have even been a big storyline. I don't understand what the difference what are, They are celibates. Priests. Okay. So obviously, then the relationship becomes more complicated. Okay. Anyway, thank you so much for listening to us. And if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Now get out! This is Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio.